Every Wednesday for 28 years since I've been here, our staff, and this even happened with Father Brian when he first started the parish in 1980, the parish staff gathers together for one hour each week for faith sharing, praying, going over the upcoming Sunday readings. And that's pretty powerful. Some staff members are people that are catechists or leaders, and they're used to being in front of people, and they are uh, trained in that particular way, so they're used to leading people in prayer. But also those who work behind the scenes, who maybe aren't in public and all, they get a little scared, and they're asked to lead. And after the many years when they do that, they're no longer afraid. In fact, Rosemary, our front person, our front desk person, says she's not afraid to do that. Beforehand, she was scared. How do you lead a group? What can I say? What if I make a mistake? Now it's like a piece of cake, huh? And so we do that each week to talk about the upcoming Sunday readings. And the staff people, I hope they all know, they're very profound. I've learned in 28 years a lot of my faith growth from fellow staff persons, and many times they don't even know it. They're people just living their lives just like you, that God lives within each one of you. This past week, Tori Wynn, my assistant, she's the one that did the second reading today, huh? She's my assistant, and she was in charge of prayer this week, and she had a problem with the word, just like all of you did today at the gospel. You all heard it. Be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Oof. She did not like that word at all. In fact, she looked to see if maybe we could change the word, you know. Maybe, maybe holy is a better thing. Something that's not so overwhelming as perfect, huh? But after praying and discerning and reflecting, she said, no, we need to stay with it. And so what we do is we gather, we read the scriptures, we pray, and then we break up into small groups. And we talk about the readings, guided by questions. And that came up. And I found out after prayer that a lot of our staff people struggled with perfection. Does it mean being morally perfect because I can never do that? What could Jesus mean? I can never be perfect. That's impossible. Is it something we should ignore? So they all struggled with that. And at the end, it was okay that staff left confused because the Word of God is hard to understand. But it just doesn't mean that it just happens one day. We sometimes think faith is a one-day thing. I googled up a real hard question, I found the answer, and I have no more questions. That's where a lot of people think spirituality is. And it's okay that our staff broke up and go, I'm confused, I don't like it. What was Jesus saying? Not every staff member could have been in my group to got the right answer that day, huh? But we all struggled with that. And that's the beauty of faith sharing. Faith sharing is something that happens in the early church, where people gather in homes and in small groups and share faith. God's Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit, is not just in the ordained, but the Holy Spirit lives within each one of you by your very baptism. You and I receive the Holy Spirit at our baptism, the same amount of Holy Spirit as Pope Francis did at his baptism, or my baptism. All of you, by your discipleship and baptism, have God working through you. And it's important that we give honor to God through the powerful Word of God. Catholics always reverence the Word of God. There has never been a Mass in the history of the church without reading from the Bible. Here's the thing that Catholics are sometimes over-concerned. There's not enough talk and belief in the real presence of bread and wine being Jesus. That's the highlight. That's what we're here for. 
And little do they know that our church also teaches, look it up, Google it, <laughs> that Christ is also present in the Word. He was right there. Did you notice that? I watched some of you during the reading. And you were kind of preoccupied. And you know that happens, doesn't it? Life's hard. There's a lot going on. Unless you're thinking about why the Eagles got called a penalty in the Super Bowl. That's not good, huh? <laughs> but we, we have a lot of hard things in our life, so our minds do wander. My mind wanders too. So that's not bad, but I'm going to ask all of you a question. You don't have to raise your hand. Today when our lectors proclaimed, the proclaimers proclaimed the Word of God today, was that the first time you heard it? Is that the first time you heard it for today? Some of you do prepare because you've done this for a long time. Some of you look at the readings. You've got into that habit because someone helped you or you decided to do that on your own. But a lot of Catholics never do. And we wonder why the Word of God isn't powerful in our lives if we never prepare, if we're not aware. This is what our church teaches. So Christian disciples in mission, that's all of us, you and me, are called to have reverence to the Word of God. In fact, it is liturgical rites of the church that says, whenever God's people gather for liturgical rites of any kind, including the Mass or any prayer, you must read from Scripture. In other words, Father Eric can't come in today and go, hey, I found a great article in Sports Illustrated today that I think I'm going to replace the gospel with, and I think you'll like it, and you all cry at the end because it's a great story, huh? No. That's how much we pray to the powerful Word of God. And so, guess what's coming up this Wednesday? Anybody know? No, it's giving up meat day. You don't get to eat meat that day, huh? <laughs> yes, it's all Ash Wednesday, and many of you will be there. It's not even a holy day of obligation. You're all there, which is wonderful. So we're going to go into the discipline of Lent. Six weeks. What do you think we can do in six weeks, all of you? Because no one's excluded from this to deepen our love with the Word of God. Bishop Dolan is our new bishop, and he lived in San Diego for most of his life there, and now he's our new bishop here. And he developed a program years ago called Christ in Our Neighborhood. And what that is, is a faith sharing of scriptures. Now, it's open to not only fellow parishioners here, but parishioners from other parishes that you might want to gather with. It's open to people who are not Catholic. Even if people aren't Christian, they're welcome to encounter God in faith sharing, just like the early church. And what that is, is that there's a website there that you can go down and download all the things you need for the evening. It's just one piece of paper on both sides and the scripture reading. And it's a way to share the Word of God with one another. Because the Word of God lives within all of you. Some of you use words in living the Word of God. Because you're good orators, you like talking to people. Some of you share your faith with words. You're very good and eloquent with your language. That's a gift. But some of you are quiet, and you just simply live it day to day. But you still have the obligation to share that faith in some way. You still don't have to make a big deal about it. But you do need to share and support other people. And so today I'm asking four parishioners to come up because we're going to do just a little example, give you a little view of what an evening or a daytime or a gathering would look like. So as they come up, it's called Christ in Our Neighborhood. And again, it's from Bishop Dolan who put this together. 
And this is something that the early church has uh, done, and it's even lasted right to a particular day. So you go on the website and just download it. Right now, if you just press two buttons, one to get on the link and one for Lent, all six Sundays of Lent are right there. Anybody know how to download a computer? Huh? Do you know how to download stuff? Okay, we all do that. And it's so easy to do that. And in it is a guide how to do an evening. Now, who, who can, what can you do? Some of you might want to start with your families. I love parents who really love their children. And when I coach football at Sunny Slope, after every practice is a long line of parents. You sacrifice. You drive your kids everywhere and you drive them crazy too at the same time, huh? But you really care for your family. And you have to put schedules together. And that's part of loving God. But I'm going to ask you, When's the last time you prayed with your family? Seriously. When's the last time you sat down? Because it's hard when kids get to be older. that they got to be everywhere. And sometimes they don't want to be around the house. But when's the last time you've done that? How about for Lent? Can you do it for six weeks? My goodness. For 40 days. I think we can commit ourselves to do that. How about with family members? There's people already after Masses today that are Zooming their families that they meet together. They can do it through Zoom. So don't use that excuse like, oh, I can't make it, huh? You know, use the Zoom as well. Just gather together and go over the, the particular Scripture readings. Do it by yourself. Some of you are very shy, but you know what? Once you get hooked by the Word of God, God's going to do the rest, huh? And again, it can be anyone gathering together. So invite them into your home, for example. Tell them to come in. If you want some goodies, that's a good thing, okay? Just remember it's Lent, so don't do a whole lot of stuff. Huh? But there you are, gathering. Welcome them with some drink and food and gathering into their home or wherever you decide to meet. And now after getting to talk to each other as you make this commitment, you start with a prayer. And there's a prayer that you can easily read. Some of you are great orators of prayer, and you, you can do a half-hour prayer at Thanksgiving meal. You know, wouldn't want to eat with you, but, you know, you can do that, huh? <laughs> but some of us need guidance because we feel like, oh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not worthy, or I don't know how to. Just simply have someone in the group, or you yourself can read that right there. Call the Holy Spirit. Look, all of you, you don't need to be priests to do this, okay? You just need to be baptized. If you're baptized, you got all the authority you need. So you can pray, whatever you'd like to pray. And then after that, each reading, there's always three readings on a Sunday, like today. The Old Testament reading, which we learn a lot about who God is. The second reading is from the New Testament, one of the epistles. And then we hear from the gospel, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. At this time of year, uh, for this year, we're hearing mostly from the gospel of Matthew. So each one, then, just has a commentary written by our bishop for each reading. So today, he would give a little commentary. Here's what Catholics believe about scriptures. You've got to know the historical content of what Jesus is saying. Last week, some of you thought, I guess I have to cut off my eye and my arms because Jesus said, if that causes you sin, cut it off. Uh, got to know the history of why he's saying that, okay? I didn't see anybody missing any arms today, huh? You know? See? Because you have to know that. And that's why a commentary helps you. It really helps you to understand, because if you're just guessing, then you're sitting there going, well, I'll never be perfect, so what could Jesus mean? No, you got to think about it and struggle with that as well. So you have a commentary, and then you have someone read the Scripture readings, which will be part of that. Read the upcoming Sunday reading. And then there's a question for each reading that you can talk about. In what ways 
Have I shown that I love my neighbor this week? What a great discussion. Or talk about other things that you want in your life. So everything's all in particular there. Now, some people think, and they're, they were kind of worried that people are going to learn heresy there, that there's no priest there, and there's no catechist there, and someone official like that. You know, all I can tell you is when I was taught how to preach in the seminary, our professors would always say, each priest only gets a minimum of three heresies to say uh, each sermon. Huh? In other words, be where you're at because it doesn't mean you're going to stay there. Now, I had a bad reputation at Mount Angel is that I didn't like going to the library. I just wasn't a library person, and the guys made a big joke about that all year. I learned through discussion, so I would always go into people's rooms, and we would talk. Well, we'd talk about the theology class of that day. We'd talk about issues in the church. We talked about politics and sports and food and all the good things, and that's how I really learned. But I want you to know, after 40 years later, some of the guys allowed me just to say I needed to know how it sounded. I remember one time I said, angels don't exist, because I read a book and I thought I was really smart. Angels don't exist. Woo, the guy straightened me out, I guess, huh? But you just have to say that and just see how does it sound and going, but guys would give me information, nuggets. Father Robert Hall recently died. He was from Montana. And I remember having a serious conversation with him in his room. And I was struggling with an issue in the church. And he laid a little nugget right there that I remember even at this moment. God bless him. And it changed my life of how to view things. You know, it's okay if you gather together for prayer and you're still wrong. Because it doesn't mean you have arrived, and you never will. You know, look at our ancient, 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 old scripture scholar, Father Andre. Huh? Look at him, huh? Yeah, he was probably there when the disciples started writing all this stuff down, huh? But you know what? As long as he's done um, scriptures, I can tell you this much, that he is always surprised by the Word of God. He always learns something new. The Word of God is powerful, and it teaches us at any age, even if we think we're an old guy, and say, I know everything. No, you don't. And it's okay to struggle with that. You won't be lost. You know, Pope Francis and Bishop Dolan have said one thing. Trust the Holy Spirit. Don't tell people, don't say that. You can't say that. You can't believe that. The Pope says, don't do that. The Holy Spirit will guide us. You can talk about it. You can disagree and say, this is how we feel, but let people go in peace and learn. But hopefully you come back again. And so at the end, after you have a discussion and all, then you have a, a task to do for the week. And it's very simple to do, maybe about 40 minutes if you want, if you love being with each other. So after Mass today, there's a table. First of all, the first table has exactly this. Take it with you. Start it for the first weekend. You can easily do it. Everything you need is on this piece of paper. I'll be watching you there, okay? So I want to be sure you take one. It's really simple. You know what? It's not an option. It's not. If you're a serious disciple and you keep coming to Mass and only hear the Word of God the first time, that's not discipleship. How can you claim to be a follower of Jesus with the Word of God? It is powerful. It changes hearts. And it transforms us. But if we don't do that and make that effort, and it's only six weeks. Also, there's a table if you'd like to sign up for a group, to be part of a group. Some of you take that great risk, and you get to meet new people. And the next thing you know, when you're a parish, you look for them at Mass. Huh? 
And you go out to dinner or you just be with each other. Form community as well. So there's a table outside after Mass to sign up as well. So in anything, whether you do it by yourself, with your family, with your friends, by Zoom, or in your own home, everything's ready for you. And so how did you do, guys? You do okay? Huh? Would you come back again? All right. Good job, guys. Give them a big hand. Thank you. And so it's called Christ in Our Neighborhood. You know, we want you to commit six weeks, but to be honest with you, it's going to be the rest of your life. The bishop's going to be here for a long time. And this is his thing that he developed. It's not new, but this is something that's important to him, and it's something we can live. And so long past Lent, we're still going to talk about the Word of God, the need to gather and fall small faith community. Your parish staff does that every Wednesday, and we pray for all of you every Wednesday. And the Word of God has changed me thanks to the staff. And hopefully I've changed them when we gather to pray the Scriptures. Thank you for listening.